one guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. Joining me on this edition of Music Was My First Love is a fellow volunteer and was one of the Celtic gals and now Kutch Cafe. Her name is Zoe O'Shea and we'll hear from Zoe after her first choice from Sir Rod Stewart. Something deep down in my soul said, cry boy. Zoe O'Shea, at long last, welcome to Music Was My First Love. Thank you. It's taken us a while. Tell us about your first choice in a version of I'd Rather Go Blind that I've not heard before. Oh, haven't you? No. Um, but that song, not necessarily that version, though, is my favourite song of all time, I'd Rather Go Blind. I love the Etta James version. I love her live performances as well. I also like... There's a very nice live performance where she mentions Rod Stewart as recently sang it as well. Cause she obviously appreciates his version. So Rod Stewart is, I would say, my favourite artist. I love his voice. On my show, the Celtic Girls show, there's always an obligatory Rod track. <laughs> Try and squeeze him in somewhere. And I have, I think, over the years, managed to persuade Claire at least to get on board with some of his tracks because I, I think Rod Stewart isn't necessarily for everyone. I love his early stuff. I love his faces stuff. So I found it very difficult trying to pick up tracks for tonight this one hands down i had to start with this one and i just i find the song so moving every version of it and that was my starting point for picking the rest of the songs then so all the songs tonight because i had to give myself some sort of limitation otherwise i'd never stop in the uh, hundred track you know music was my first love yeah. you haven't got the time to spare for that but that was my first point was you know the the songs that have very visceral, they move me emotionally and, and this one does that for me. And Elton John said of, of Rod Stewart that he, like no other artist, he tells a story. Yes, yeah, and I think he's quite a good songwriter as well. Rod Stewart and um, Elton John obviously were, were great mates. You know, Rod Stewart wrote a song particularly, you know, about the gay community as well, so he's a great supporter of the gay community at a time when artists weren't necessarily so. Did you have music growing up at home? Yes, yeah very eclectic music played by both of my parents and the songs that I've chosen tonight do reflect that I think you know we always had music on in the car there was always music on in the house and a big you know huge range of music and a lot of things I kind of moved away from as a teenager and then got to university and rediscovered them for myself you know I was trying to I don't want to really listen to things like um, you know Rod Stewart necessarily and then started listening to you know soul and things like that and then got back into him that way and just couldn't resist his voice with Rod but you know there's quite a few other artists as well that you know um, like Bruce Springsteen that we'll talk about later mm. that I went to see him in concert 2016 but my parents were there as well not with me <laughs> like a little teenager I was separate with my friends but you know my parents are still into him and so am I so it's quite nice that, that we still do have a lot of music you know in common wide range of music played everywhere growing up so that was quite good your next choice uh, is from Brett Anderson and Suede tell us about Wild Ones Suede and coincidentally I finally got round to redecorating a wall downstairs and put a cover of the album that this is from up today 
so that that was a, a nice coincidence that I'm talking about it tonight but the album The Wild Ones and this track blew me away when I first heard it back in I think it was 1995 when I was 14 or 15 and I was starting to listen to the radio I was listening to the top 40 and things like that and then I was listening to um, comedy shows on I think it was Radio 1 in the evening and then the evening session would come on after it and I just heard this song and from the off it just got to me again like all the tracks you know just really moved me made me discover suede that was a doorway then to a load of other indie artists as it was in the 90s i loved suede i loved the music i think again similar to rod stewart brett anderson has a very unique voice and it's not for everybody i think a lot of people can find him a bit grating but i find his voice moving his lyrics are superb and a big um, crush on the bassist Richard who would like just uh, joined I had their posters on my wall I was a member of the fan club you know they were everything to me as a teenager and whilst other girls in school I went to an all girls school while other girls were it was Blur and it was Oasis I liked some of the Blur and Oasis songs don't get me wrong reluctantly I liked them but you know Swede were the ones for me Sky You were very young when you first got involved with Radio Glamorgan, the tender age of 16. How and why did your paths cross with RG? Uh, um, At 16, I I did have quite a sheltered life, living up in the Welsh Valleys, going to an all-girls school. And I'd always been interested in radio. From a young age, I used to pretend to do my own radio shows and just record things on tape and editing songs. I used to um, tread on a beanbag to pretend I was walking on, you know, in an estate with a stone floor and things like that. It was twofold. So it was I was interested in radio. I fancied volunteering and doing some kind of charity work. So that was my my good reason. And then my second reason was to meet boys. <laughs> All right, okay. And I thought, you know, boys will be interested in radio. There's bound to be boys there. It's in Cardiff, you know, this big city. Yeah. And my first ever meeting when I came down, I think the youngest person in the meeting was John Weber. <laughs> <laughs> so, who is now 90. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I remember him being at the, the first meeting. So it didn't work out in terms of meeting boys or love interests, but I have met a lot of very good people through the radio station and people that I would never have mixed with. It's great to be spending time with people a lot older than me and I've had, you know, a lot of friends that I've made through the station, still friends with the people I do shows with, Helen and um, in particular Claire, who is about 12 years older than me, I think kind of lost count but I joined her show as a 16 year old to train up with her and I'm still with her now I've never left because I just I got on with her so well I enjoyed doing shows with her so much and she's a great friend and a bit of a mentor for me as well Mm. you know being that much older as well so it's given me so much you know Radio Glamorgan is a charity and I volunteer for it and I've done different things over the years membership secretary, a lot of fundraising a lot of book sales back in the day but um, it's given me more than I've ever given it I think to be honest And did you, were you ever presenting shows on your own have you always been with, with Claire? I've done odd bits and pieces but and 
with doing it with the group doing it with Claire then some weeks if Claire couldn't do it it'd be me doing it on my own mm-hmm. and things like that but we've always done it as a group together and it's always worked quite well I think to have a bit of a nice atmosphere you know and I think yeah. that it's a show that it particularly that was what we wanted to convey I think with the Kutch Cafe thing is that there's a vibe of it being a group of friends and and you join in and you know and you have some company i did my training with uh, the celtic gals but we i think you must have been on maternity leave because i don't think i've ever done a show with you no i've, I've been less active since having the children i must yeah. admit and i don't get to regularly do shows as much as i have ever wanted to but i still very much you know want to be part of the station feel part of the station and you know i can't see that ever changing i can't you know hopefully i'll be like john weber and still be wanting to do shows god willing yes and you said that you were listening to the radio a lot and that you were recording your own radio shows who were the 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 heroes who were the voices that you were listening to well the evening session steve lamack and things like that um i'm a big comedy fan so i listen to a lot of the comedy shows are about uh, richard herring Stuart lee that was a big influence for me was listening to sketch shows and things more than music shows if i'm honest with you but yeah it was the the evening session was the big the big one tell us about your third choice Zoe a, a soul classic from Sam and Dave Sam and Dave again soul music is very important to me and I, I like a lot of soul music and again it was something that was played a lot in you know in the house in the car with my parents it's, it's one of those things where I think my parents had like collection CDs you know mm-hmm. soul music and you know soul collection and it would be a variety of things but sam and dave i particularly like them they had a great you know on stage presence they fed off each other greatly their back stories which i won't go into right now but it's quite tragic what was happening they didn't actually speak to each other for quite a few years despite performing on stage together their music it's such so uplifting the kind of music you want to put on if you're having a bad day and have a bit of a dance around the kitchen. Sally O'Shea's third choice on this edition of music was My First Love from Sam and Dave. The involvement with the Celtic Gals, you said, started from the beginning with training, but they they kept you involved when you went off to other children because you were still creative director. Yes, yeah, so I did a lot of planning and things like that and so it meant that even if I could only come to sort of one show a month I was still doing a lot of planning and things in the background. When I first started with Radio Glamorgan and I was sort of you know 17 I was probably too over enthusiastic Claire will tell you. There's a lot of artists that I've had to miss out tonight and one of those is David Bowie but I I started doing um like a biography show or biography section of yeah. the show and um, one of the ones I particularly remember doing was David Bowie and I did so much research I think I had about like 20 minute segment that was like never ending and poor Claire was just sat there you know listening to me drone on about you know, David Bowie um, I'd like to think that I've narrowed that down now but I did have a segment as well called Soul Education, where I covered Sam and Dave and their background and things. I think I got better at narrowing it down, but I quite enjoyed doing the research side of things as yeah. well. I've learned a lot from doing the research side of things. I quite like writing quizzes and things like that as well. I've found when we've had outside celebrities on this show, you've got to be thorough with your research. 
You know, you can't just go on Wikipedia and pick out a few bits. You've got to know the person you're talking to. And it is great fun. Yeah, you'll always learn something that you've never never learned before. And I've done things like, um, for our socials then, I did a, a, a Christmas quiz. And that was because I was used to doing quizzes, you know, each week for, for the radio station. But... Um, yeah, I find that aspect quite enjoyable as well. And one of the great things I found with the Celtic Gals, because it's a multi-presenting show, and the same with the show that I do with Susie, because Susie started on uh, Celtic Gals, that we do on a Wednesday, it's a great vehicle for trainees, because you've got that chatter, it gives the confidence for them just to talk, and then they see the both sides of the desk. Yes, yeah, definitely. And whilst I started at 16... There are other presenters like Alice, who now lives in London but was with us quite a number of years ago, but she started at 16. And Keris, she started at 16, you know, and I, I knew as well what they were going through. It's quite nerve wracking when you have to suddenly be live on air and everything goes out of your brain. So you've just seen a film last night with your favourite actor, you know, and you're really into it and you want to talk enthusiastically and then you can't remember their name and it goes the minute you're on air but um yeah no i've enjoyed i've very much enjoyed um mentoring you know new members as well as um being on the show and being part of the long-running show as well your next choice zoe is from the magical vocals of sam cook again although i've got a 30 track best of cd at home i don't know this track so tell me about and why you've chosen these foolish things. So, yeah, as I said, I, I like a lot of soul music. I feel quite guilty I've had to miss people out like Otis Redden, because he is... Um, see, I feel guilty. It's like as if he's listening. <laughs> wonder why I haven't mentioned him. But, yeah, I love Otis Redden, and also love Sam Cooke. I think Sam Cooke's probably my favourite soul artist. And Rod Stewart, who is my favourite artist, and we mentioned earlier, loves Sam Cooke and has covered a lot of sam cook and you can see a lot of his influence in you know rod stewart's mm. songs but um again as you said you have the the best of albums and my parents i think had a mix album that he was on and i realized i was just thinking at the beginning of the show well where where did i start listening to sam cook how did i get into that and i really think it was from the jack nicholson film as good as it gets do you remember that yes i do yeah yeah 1997 but I, I probably watched it a few years after that. Not really the type of film you'd expect a 19-year-old or whatever I was to be watching, but really enjoyed it. And one of the things, it's a, it's a kind of um, road trip movie in a way, mm. but he makes a tape of songs and a lot of the Sam Cooke songs are on there. I don't know whether this one was particularly, but it made me you know, get back into Sam Cooke, listen again to um, his music. These foolish things, oh, Sam Cooke's voice is just amazing, you know, it's very transportive, and this song particularly is. The lyrics, I don't know, they, they give you a, a, you know, a visual image, each description of each foolish thing, even though one of them is a cigarette, so, you know, probably should be edited for a modern audience. But each um, part, you know, gives you an image, and, yeah, it's... It's a very moving song. I had a Sam Cooke song as my first dance when I got married. It wasn't this one, though. It was Nothing Can Change the Love I Have because that seemed more relevant to our relationship. Although I kind of wish I'd had this now because I just think this is a better song. It's a wonderful song. It just, I don't know, I just feel like I'm in the 60s when I listen to this. I feel like I'm 
transported back. You came, you saw, you conquered me. Your next choice, Zoe, is Bobby Jean from The Boss, and I love the fact that you haven't chosen an obvious Springsteen track. Well, I think that just goes back to... I was just thinking of the songs that move me, and whilst there are loads of Bruce Springsteen songs that move me, for some reason, I don't know, this one just really does for me. I don't know whether... Because I rediscovered Bruce Springsteen in the same way as I did a lot of artists. Bruce Springsteen was one of those artists my mother adores my father loves him as well but my mother used to just play him and play him and play him when I was a kid and you kind of move away from it as a teenager and then came back to him particularly when I was sort of 17 18 I can remember like revising in the garden listening to him and but I, I was listening to like the greatest hits and I wasn't listening to the earlier albums and then later on was listening and then came back to to Bobby Jean having not listened to it very much. I don't know, I just can't get enough of, of this song. I do listen to it a lot, over and over. I love The Boss, I love Bruce Springsteen. You might have noticed, but I like artists that are very poetic. I pay a lot of attention to lyrics. Yes, I've he's. noticed that. <laughs> and he, and I much to the annoyance of Claire from the Celtic Girls when we do a show, because she gets any lyrics wrong, I'm always correct, and when she sings the wrong <clears> lyrics. And I always pay attention and... You know, you have songs where maybe the the music is quite jaunty, but the meaning behind the lyrics isn't. So I will always feel what the lyrics convey. But yeah, he's he's one of the poets of our time. Never really worked, does he? He's like just always been an artist. Yeah. But he seems to be able to transport you to you know a time and a place. And you know, deep South America. He talks a lot about struggling with work and things like that. And I grew up in the valleys with a father that had been in steelwork at the time and made redundant. And what was happening in America, in the towns that he was talking about, was very much what I felt was happening in the valleys, albeit that you know in a wetter environment. But um, you know, Bobby Jean is just a lot of his songs are like this. But the, the sense of longing, the sense of a different time. And then, of course, you've just got, I don't know, just a brilliant, the underlay of the music as well. It's just, it's just great. Two, three, four! Broadcasting from the John Wills Studio at the University Hospital of Wales in Cardiff, we are Radio Glamorgan. I'm ashamed to say it's my first female choice. Call myself a feminist. I should probably have equal billing, five female artists, five male. Immaculate Collection, her album with the greatest hits, was my first LP, albeit that I think it was my last as well because of the, you know, the time that I grew up in. Tapes, LPs and CDs are around the same time. But I loved Madonna. I still love Madonna. I loved the fact that she was an individual the fact that she would change her look the fact that she didn't seem to care what other people think I found her a great influence as a young girl in the 80s and I still think she is a great influence I've loved all of her incarnations but in the late 90s when she had the dance album I think it was called Dance yeah. 
and the pink cowboy hat and I used to go out clubbing with a pink cowboy hat <laughs> I think I was the bee's knees uh, with my pink cowboy hat but just think that it was great that she was still around I remember sort of thinking that well she won't be around when I'm older because particularly female artists then they didn't survive it was young artists and then people got to their sort of 40s and then that was the end of your career so it was great that she was still around for me then great that you know I got to see her live as well and great that she's still around now just really like her music don't necessarily agree with everything she says but that's the point is that she's not afraid to say what she thinks which I've always appreciated I have to say, it's not a bad first album to start your record collection with because it is a fantastic Greatest Hits album. Well, I did have a, the tape of Bananarama okay. before that, so it wasn't my first music, <coughs> but um, yeah, it's not a bad LP, is it? Zoe, you've got a, a, a lovely young family and you don't really have the time to broadcast as much as I, I know you'd like to. Obviously, without question, the family comes first, but do you miss it and, and wish you could give more behind the microphone? Yeah, I, I loved uh, fundraising and things like that, and I'm looking forward to getting more involved. Um, I really was thinking this year, because my um, eldest daughter will be eight uh, tomorrow, in fact, um, as we record this, so I was hoping that I'd be able to bring her into the studio and have her start to maybe do a show, because yeah. I think she would really enjoy it. She's quite confident and... I think she'd be a better presenter than me, to be honest. So um, it would have been quite good if things had been different to, to have brought her into the studio and hopefully she can become involved with me in the future and become involved with some fundraising as well um, for me. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to becoming more involved as, as time uh, moves on. It's always a fantasy of mine that, um, you know, I would win the lottery and then I could give up my day job and do RG sort of full-time and do the fundraising aspect full-time. Mm. So you never know, maybe that'll happen as well for me. That's a nice dream to have. Here's a lady for your next choice who I'm a big fan of. Tell me about Sia and the track you've chosen, Elastic Heart. If I'm honest with you, especially having a young family, as you just said, or maybe because that's an excuse, I haven't gotten into that much new music. And I know she's been around for 10 years, 15 years. So to call the new is probably, um, you know, not a very good title. But I do really like Sia. I like her lyrics again, very poetic. I like the fact that she was trying to be anonymous. If people don't know who she is, they'll probably know if I say she had the big hair and the big fringe covering her eyes and the half... The lampshade. Half, half, half black hair, yeah. So, I don't know, I, I like that. I like the video for this with the Shia LaBeouf, is it? And the, like a ba ballet. I just That blew me away listening to that. The song blew, blows me away. She was also on the My Little Pony film soundtrack. Was she? I, a couple of years I ago. didn't know that. That song is excellent. My young daughter, my daughter whose birthday is um, coming up, she was very much into My Little Pony. So I went to see that film and it was a great soundtrack because she was on it. And I have the My Little Pony, the Sea of My Little Pony, because the My Little Pony just has the big fringe as well. Oh. Oh. Um, Grace is my desk in my office kind of cheers me up when I'm having a bad day. How well did you know the late and much missed John Wills? Oh, um, yeah, very well. Remember, very happy memories of him. He was a lovely guy. He's the same age as my dad and he reminded me a lot of my dad. I remember him always 
like if we were going up to a meeting and we'd be carrying bags, he would always insist on carrying the bags with us. You know, he would always, I'd be going to the loo, he'd, he'd say, oh, I'll come with you so you don't have to walk on your own and things like that. He was a, a I hope he stopped at the door. Lovely guy. <laughs> no, he was a lovely guy. He was so caring. He cared yeah. about everybody. I never had, uh, unfortunately, my first volunteers meeting was a couple of days after he died, so I never had the uh, pleasure, unfortunately. A mixed bag tonight, Zoe, and for your next choice, American rock band Kings of Leon. You a big fan? Yeah, I am a big fan, albeit that a lot of music, a lot of bands now, like if you quiz me on them, I probably I probably couldn't tell you who the lead... I'm terrible with names anyway, but I probably couldn't tell you who the lead singer is or, you know, various different things. I'd fail at a quiz of them. I, I couldn't be on Mastermind. But I really like them. Uh, my husband got me into them. We're very lucky that our family has a holiday home in Langland in Mumble yeah and we go there I think it's been sort of 15 years big part of our summer you know is, is spent there and before I had kids we went there one summer and my husband was into this band they'd just come out they just had you know the big album with which I think this was on there but he was listening to them listening to a couple of their albums over and over and I was just not fussed but he was like Insistent on oh, you got to listen to them. You got to listen to them. And I was like, oh, I don't really like them. And then I just, I think the second listening of them, that was it. Then I was hooked. And I again like their lyrics. I like the music. I find it really moving. I was just thinking about this song, but it's um, like quite a sad undertone about how you can't sort of give up partying. Maybe can't give up drinking and having a the good life for somebody you love because you just into that too much so um yeah it's quite a sad undertone to it but again i, I find it really moving so i really really like this You're the 45th guest on Music of My First Love, Zoe, and I would say that over half of that amount have chosen the Beatles track, and it just goes to show how highly regarded they still are, and by all ages. Why, in particular, have you chosen Here Comes the Sun? I was going to say it's a bit of a cliche, I suppose, to pick a Beatles track, um, but it's picked, influenced by the two main men in my life. My father, who's a massive Beatles fan, he was born in 1948, so they came out at the right time for him you know they transformed everything and he was a you know a young guy I can't imagine what it must have been like he was into Buddy Holly obviously before the Beatles so you know you had a few different artists but to have something like the Beatles you know come out to see them on TV to listen to them to have something of your very own it must have been amazing and yeah very much into the Beatles played a lot of them when I was a kid so they've always been a big influence but Here Comes the Sun in particular is for my husband. My husband and me, we got together. We were friends through university, that's how we met. And we got together a month before he was going to Australia for a year. And I think that's one of the reasons we got together was that I thought I'd been through a string of relationships and the previous one was particularly terrible. And I thought, well, if we get together, he's going to Australia anyway, so it's not gonna go anywhere. Nobody's gonna be hurt, he'll go away for a year and we'll both go our separate ways and get on with our lives because it's a year 
and um, he went away and we basically just stayed with each other albeit that he was in Australia and I was still in Wales we wrote letters to each other I used to email him from a phone booth which I think my kids will never be able to believe that when I try and explain that to them because my phone didn't do emails you couldn't do it so I used to go to a phone booth and have to press in every button <laughs> so letters was e- were easier even though it would take weeks for them to arrive yeah. so he was meant to go for a year and by the sort of December he decided he was going to come back after six months so by the sort of January I knew he was coming back I don't like winter anyway I don't do very well in winter and I played this song over and over because I knew he was coming back the sun was coming back and he was coming back and that was 2004 and we've been together ever since married two kids you know he's the love of my life so you know maybe I knew you know it was something special and a big thing in my life here comes the sun here comes the sun and I say it's alright Let's go back to Thursday nights just for a quick second. It's a lovely little family to be part of, isn't it? You, Claire, Helen, Karis, and, and whatever trainees there are. Yes, and um, it's it's always been, no matter how hard a week I've had, and that's why it was always good, it was on a Thursday night when I used to work full-time. It's just it would be a hard week, and then you'd always have that to look forward to on a Thursday, and you'd always think... Oh, I'm not sure whether I feel like doing a show tonight. I'm not sure whether I've got the energy to do it. And then as soon as you're there and you're doing the show, it just buoys you up so much. And then you'd be like, yay, Friday, tomorrow, and it's the weekend. It's a great um, show to be part of. And always nice to meet up with everyone and, and have a chat and always leave feeling feeling great afterwards. So your 10th and final choice on Music Was My First Love is from one of the biggest and most popular pop bands in the 1980s Culture Club. You're the second guest in this third series to choose Come A Chameleon, so why this track? I think, or legend has it, that this was one of the very first songs that I liked as a kid. I used to sing the lyrics. I thought it was Karma Comedian. <laughs> and I was I loved comedy from a big age. That's been one of my passions, you know, as well as, as music and everything else. So I thought, oh, it's good. It's about comedians. But, um, yeah, it was one of the songs that I used to sing a lot when I was a kid. And, again, rediscovered Culture Club when I was going to university and used to play a couple of their CDs on my CD Walkman. Um, back and forth when I was tra- I travelled for the first two years of uni back and forth from the valley so I used to play them a lot my children really like Karma Chameleon I think it is a great song for kids it's a lovely upbeat song I love Boy George again like seeing him as a kid his uniqueness you know seeing his image it was you know it was just great to, to be able to see somebody like that it's, it's surprising that he was around in the 80s really you know everything is a lot more open now people can dress as they like and things like that but he kind of led the way and had a lot of uh, stick particularly from tabloids and things like that which I wouldn't have been aware of as a kid hmm. so I just thought he was I just thought he looked great he sounded great you love being a part of RG don't you yes yeah very much so it's been a big part of my life as I said earlier you know it's given me so much more than I've given it I think and I don't know the person I would be if I hadn't have joined RG 16 years ago if I hadn't have pursued joining and come down and when I first started my parents used to drive me down every week to to come and do the show and I used to do it I think it was like eight to ten o'clock or eight to nine o'clock it's quite a late night to get back and then have school the next day 
but um but yeah no I've, I've always loved it i think i always will as i said i'd like to be a you know 90 year old doing a show so hopefully fingers crossed i will thanks for coming on zoe thank you very much for having me Listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where RG volunteer Zoe O'Shea has been choosing 10 of her favourite songs. I'm Andrew Wolfe, and join me again very soon when someone else joins me here and chooses 10 of their favourite songs on another edition of Music Was My First Love. Music of the past.